and welcome to Pedantic Handwaving, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff. Simon. I, I, who do you think is better looking? Me or Henry Cavill? I think Dr. Cox. Okay, well, you know, okay, who's better looking? Dr. Cox or Henry Cavill? Hmm, <laughs> Henry Cavill. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, I mean, he's like just a huge piece of man meat. He, he looks fantastic. But I and like a great how, actor. Yeah, and a great actor. I like how I wasn't even included in the writing that I was specifically <laughs> in. I could have just said Henry Cavill. Could have. Didn't. Uh, this week we're talking, we're talking about The Witcher. Because the new season that's coming out, that came out. Oh, actually, it just came out, right? Did no. a new season just come out? No, they, like, announced a new season. Yeah, they announced a new season. They found who they're casting as Vesemir. Oh. I think that's the most recent announcement. I mean, I'm more interested in who they're going to cast as Roach, but... Uh, any horse. Not not Roach the horse, Roach the man. Yes, I know. Okay. I know which Roach you're talking about. <laughs> It would be pretty funny if they just had a, a horse. It, it, they just never included the man. They were just like, it's just the horse. It's the only roach. Right. So, well, you wouldn't want to confuse the audience with weird timeline cuts that have no explanation. You mean do literally exactly what the books and the video game do? Yep. Anyway, oh wait, I did say we're doing we are doing The Witcher. Me and Jeff have both played the video games. I don't know, have you read the books? Uh, I haven't. I, I have read the first one. I meant to okay. read the next one, and then I was like, nah. <laughs> a student yeah. in school? <laughs> yeah. It, it takes a lot of work. Actually, I read them back when I was in uh, Ithaca, when I was in review. Okay. Yeah, so I wasn't mm-hmm. in school then, but I mean, it is what it is. It, they're, I mean, they're good books. They, they do have those still mm-hmm. those same strange, uh, uh, you know, cuts. So, uh, hmm. for- Weird. For anyone who doesn't know, The Witcher was originally it's a it's a Polish fantasy series um, mm-hmm. about a man who is genetically modified professional monster hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's yeah he's a so he becomes a professional monster hunter. A Witcher is a man who has been transformed to half monster and then mm-hmm. is paid to kill monsters. And, right. and like the the identifying thing about them is that they carry two swords on their back, one that's silver, one that's steel, and the steel's for killing people, and the silver's for killing monsters. Right. Right. Yeah. They also have kind of limited magical abilities, and in the universe, the the most related to the Witcher people are the sorcerers, sorceresses, sorceresses, mm-hmm. who have like full magical abilities, like they do crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, like magic. Like magic. You know, like that thing that doesn't exist, but does it. And it does. <laughs> and that's and the we'll episode. Find out how <laughs> <in> this episode. <laughs> that's all we needed to do. Uh, <laughs> so kind of the first thing that everyone's, you know, they're clamoring. They're clamoring to, for us to answer this. Mm-hmm. Is a witcher possible? Um... Like in this today, real life? Yes. Uh, with caveats, I'm sure we can make something happen. Well, so here's the cool thing I think about mm-hmm. the Witcher series as like a baseline is that 
the Witcher, they 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 go out of their way to mention the Witcher is sterile, right? Because of whatever process he goes through, yeah, uh, to become a Witcher. Exactly. So it it kind of makes sense that if he was like a severely genetically mutated creature, he would be sterile because mm-hmm. like he right. just he just doesn't have reproductive abilities. However, what I think we should try and answer is not so much if The Witcher's possible in our time, because everybody's done it. Everybody's like, oh, it's like GMOs and stuff like that. No, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, GMOs, their eventual conclusion is that we will all be half-monster people who have really good bodies and live forever. (laughs) And Um, that's why people are so against them. Yeah, because, like, if, if all of us look like Henry Cavill, none of us look like Henry Cavill. (laughs) no i was gonna say if if we can think of a way if we can think of a way to like create a witcher but with like medieval technology okay so mashing herbs and roots and honey together yes yes so i am wondering okay i have an idea Mm -hmm. about this yeast beer yeast all all throughout europe is is like uh uh, it was like uh, uh, genetically created by by just you know like, kind of like selectively grabbing the yeast that would be left over after every batch, and you just kind of like strengthen okay. your, strengthen your your yeast that way your your genetics. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what if what if some crazy man did the same thing with viruses, like was okay. able to like breed viruses and give them to alter to like intentionally selectively breed the breed them for whatever traits for handsome traits and very strong traits yes i don't know okay i think it is answered so it doesn't really it doesn't physically change their appearances that much apart from their eyes yeah i think apart from the eyes that's it or no not the hair that's just that has to do the with, one witcher yeah that has to do with gareth olivia's uh ancestry Right. Because he's whatever. Yeah, so, so yeah, we're thinking, like, but, so the question is, do we think that there's, like, a, that a virus is the way to do this? And and how do you create a GMO virus? Well, and a virus might be a good route to go down, because isn't it in lore that only, like, a small fraction of people survive, like, the transformation? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like an incredibly small number of people. It's like 1% or something like that. It's not that okay, small, but so... it's very small. <laughs> right. Hmm. So it could just be like uh immune response to the virus. Like if you're able to fight it off, it also fights off like... Oh! So that's interesting. Yeah, like fat tissues, which is why they're also handsome. And gorgeous and muscular, but I I right. I really like that idea. The idea that that and then in that case, it might not even be a, a a virus, but it might just be something that it it is like a bacteria or a parasite or something that just looks mm-hmm. like all of the ails of humanity. So it looks like aging. It looks like cancer, and so when you get that immune response to it, you essentially become inoculated to it. Your body mm-hmm. sees all these other horrible things as being this virus and can fight it off more effectively. Right. Yeah, that tracks with me at least. I uh, that's uh, yeah, that's a really interesting way to see it. Is that is that 
they really have like the best they just have immune systems that keep them alive mm-hmm. uh so then what enables them to so another portion of uh, particularly, to drink poison potions yeah yeah so part of the game is that you can you you manufacture potions that only you can drink they give you special abilities like ability to see in the dark uh ability to resist fire uh mm-hmm. able to hit things really good things like that. able to heal faster yeah uh and the flip side of the coin the reason why only like you as a witcher in the games can do that is because it's literal poison for people who are not witchers yeah you make it out of like belladonna and things like that and actually it's even poisonous to witchers if they take it in enough quantity mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. part of the game is to like navigate uh your intake balance poisoning yourself with with the powers you get from poisoning yourself yeah because i mean like that's do we think that maybe this is like a a a step process there's like this initial part where they're like okay we're gonna inoculate versus all the human ills and then the next part is we're going to like so maybe it's maybe it's something i think i think it was just like one like ceremony thing that basically just kind of covers it so maybe part of the but response I, is it like now kicks your like kidneys and liver into overdrive or something and kind of like puts your body into like a, a constant like survival mode Mm-hmm. so so the thing is that i guess that would work and that's why you just you you can't that's why you can't take all of the poison but you can take a lot of poison because you essentially right. have like um like your your uh what's it called uh, inflammatory response is like constantly suppressed mm-hmm. i mean that would also mean that like you can't heal that well though like that's the that's that kind of mm, trade-off that is true yeah so i i so here's the idea i had is that if it was like a, mm-hmm. a, a series of layers is that part of the okay. ceremony would be to like give you a parasite that would consume the poison and excrete like the the beneficial parts of it okay you know i can see that too like i don't know but like the lower deep cuts but like if it is like a long thing then it could just be like a three-part ceremony over like two days or something i i remember being like a long painful process but I don't yeah know. i feel like i remember that too but I mean, like, it still could. I mean, like, part of it definitely is the ability to, like, be in that kind of fight or flight uh, uh, adrenaline state more frequently with less of an issue. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something that is added after that mutation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Or that comes about because of the mutation. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's, but it's not even really a mutation if we're looking at it this way. It's more just like a... Uh, well, I mean, they're also like high fantasy medieval people. They don't know the science. Oh, uh, they just assume it's a mutation. Oh, so it's not like mutation, like actual mutation. It's mutation as in this thing is different from me. And it was right. made different. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then... Well, well, just whatever could be that makes it sterile. Makes them sterile, rather. Yeah, because it might be that it starts to attack their uh, their genitalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do we know... Oh, and actually, 
you're not limited by gender. I believe women can also become witchers. I don't remember. There, um, there isn't one in the in the in the games, but I believe Siri was originally supposed to become a witcher. She may have been. I know she at least like was trained. Yeah. Like got like the mundane sort of training like witchers do, but I don't know if they were planning the uh <laughs> You know the the mundane the, kind of training Yeah to kill people and monsters. Well, I mean as opposed to the magic training turning you into a monster. That's that's true. That is that is true. Yeah, so I don't know if the plan was to also like give her the mutagens, but thought... she was raised with witchers and trained as a witcher. I, th- I mean, I, my experience are, like, just the games, so you might have more knowledge than me. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't believe that the, that they really mention it, at least in the first book. Mm. Uh, but I do believe they mention it in the games, that, that women can be witchers. And it would be kind of par for the course, because, like, part of the whole thing with a witcher is that it's, like, a disruption of, like, gender norms in mm. the medieval era. I, I feel like I'm a way making witchers seem way more... When I say that, I feel like I'm being kind of... Uh, <laughs> what's the word? S- snobby? Snobby-ish? No, that's not the word. Like, when you elevate something beyond really where it sits. I don't know. I don't it, know what word we're going for. I, I don't mean to say that, like, The Witcher is, like, this, like, huge progressive game. It is a game that has, like... Oh, oh, I see 150 yeah. hours of sex scenes. <laughs> Probably. But there, there are some nuances in it that are done fairly well. Not not fantastic, mm-hmm. but they are done well. Certainly mm-hmm. better than George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, all female characters aren't these little like weak willed, annoying people. That's gonna cause a yeah, huge... no, like half of the characters, like female characters in The Witcher, kind of run half of the stuff or have machinations to be in charge of or like, are currently in sorcerer of. societies yeah the sorcerers uh sorceresses are actually the strongest like enclave in the witcher games and actually all of the like male counterparts are kind of weak mm-hmm. and stupid <laughs> <laughs> they're actually really annoying to deal with in the games uh yeah uh okay cool so so the next thing that this will kind of like blend into uh each other i think is uh is so witchers can cast spells with Mm -hmm. their hands so these aren't like these are like considered to be kind of like small magics in the world where it's like this is like the quick thing you can whip out in in combat Mm -hmm. Uh, this is the pocket sand of magic this is the yes this is that is such a good description for it for people who have (laughs) ever played dungeons and dragons (laughs) this is the pocket sand of magic this is (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and it's like so so the the things you can do are like you can create a shield around yourself you can create fire you Mm -hmm. can push things uh you can do something else i think it was a charm uh yes yes there's igni mm-hmm. axi quen which is the force and Eirden, which is a trap that's what it is mm-hmm. yeah uh so you can kind of do so so what do we think how, 
what do we think the Witcher's doing in that case? Do we think it's uh, it's kind of like uh, Jedi mind tricks that it's not actually occurring and that people just think it's occurring? <laughs> well, I think if we look at magic as a whole, like how sorceresses do magic, we might be able to find how the ha- how like the signs fit in that versus trying to make the signs fit just out of nothing. Huh. So let's try sorceress magic and see if we can make signs work from there. Sorceress magic, it doesn't really have a good definition to it. No. You no, know, it's kind of like you can kind of just do whatever the whatever you want, actually. At least from the show there was an implication okay yeah slash i guess not implication they did directly say that it's like balancing yes. like using the power of entropy or something uh it's it's that's possible but there is that like that that balance like when you do something you have to give something up or there's like a mm-hmm. equal and off, opposite effect because you have to to become a sorceress you have to give up your womb you have to give up your mm-hmm. ability to like create life so that you can take hold of this other power. Is that a thing, or is that just uh, in the a thing that Yennefer does? Uh, that is a thing in the in the show. In the books, I don't remember that. What I remember it being is that like the the ha- using magic is is like almost like radiation. Like it slowly poisons your oh, body, okay. and that makes mm-hmm. you. But I might be wrong about that. Yeah, and I like I haven't read the books, but I feel like I read some commentary on one of the sorceresses. Sorceresses, wow, that is a difficult word. <laughs> um, I learned that today. Uh, advocates sterilizing like all sorceresses. Oh yeah, so I don't yeah, know if that's a natural that like needs to be done. Oh, did you vanish again? You may have no, I just stopped talking. Oh, okay. Um, it was just such an abrupt... Or it could be that it's, like, one of the people advocates it because, like, it's a slow degradation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was. It was It was more mm. like it was like a slow poisoning. Like, you were giving up uh, uh, parts of your life, parts of your well-being to... Mm-hmm to use magic yeah and they and they so they you know what i i i think that you're right i think it is just something that that yennefer does or that sorceresses do mm-hmm. um to i think it's like to control their population or something like that because they can they can use magic before the ceremony right yeah so it could be like to control the population or um i do like the idea where that you had touched on where it slowly degrades the womb it just might be more difficult for the the person or the child to come to term yeah so rather than having a very difficult or impossible childbirth they just sterilize people that's true or or to kind of avoid uh uh complications Mm -hmm. which is i mean that's a whole other like you gave me kind of like the, the, the eugenics aspect of it there, but... Yeah, which is why I try to go on to, like, it just, like, makes it so, like, yeah. so, so a that, child wouldn't survive it or yeah, something. Yeah, so that... Rather that, than... 
the eugenics end of it. Yeah, that, that there's enough damage that could be done to a child from magic that they mm-hmm. just say it's it's not worth the risk. You have to choose one or the other. You can't choose both. Uh, mm-hmm. So does that kind of help us in describing what magic might be? We, we see it as kind of like this. It's I mean, that, that makes me think it's kind of like high energy, kind of like radiation is. Mm-hmm. Right. They do specifically have, they draw their energy from the four elements. And this okay. allows them to transport themselves long distances, heal, and kill in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we think that it's like a, uh, so we've done this before where it's like a, a rip into a different dimension a different universe that has different laws or or mm-hmm. levels of, of power um, right do we think it's something like that or do we think it's something that is more terrestrial i can see it that first way like i'm resistant to go with that since we've already gone there but it's but, so easy <laughs> like it does also fit yeah yeah it it does and 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 that also could be, I mean, so it it fits in the lore of the of the of the game because the reason there are monsters in the world are mm-hmm. because of this kind of like meeting of two realms. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So maybe what it is is there's there's several realms that are kind of like parallel to each other, and that mm-hmm. sorceresses can kind of straddle that that barrier i guess we should go into how what is it about that their particular physiology mm-hmm. or... and actually kind of with that in mind i feel like a particular spoiler alert for people uh so you've been warned but like siri can just jump between these different worlds and i think some of the elf sorcerers can do that also. So maybe it's just a thing that sorceresses can do that just a little bit and like siphon off a little bit of energy or force from those other plane or what are they spheres, I think, in lore. Yeah, because also the uh the wild hunt. How that's how the wild hunt occurs, isn't it? Uh yeah. Is 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 jumping to a to a they, plane? You yeah, they be just on. live on a different sphere and like plane shift into our well into whichever one the Witcher world exists on. <laughs> so, do we think that I live that? Sorry, I sh- that that was egotistical. Do we think that we live in the world of the Witcher? It's just that we live on a very mundane, boring sphere. Well, I think with CD Projekt Red being in charge of the games, that it might kind of be canon that our world is the Cyberpunk 2077 world, which I'm sure will come about. And Siri did probably likely go to that time and that world. I am so excited about that. (laughs) right (laughs) like just the one off like and then you see siri walking down a street and that's like the only cameo and you're like this was totally worth it to buy a triple a game (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. So yeah, but but what is it? What is it about their physiology that would that would enable them to to be able to kind of to do that? Yeah, to pierce the pierce the veil, to 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 part the curtain between worlds. I think people are bad at bouncing between spheres or taking so like power from them because I think the magical magical you know non-mundane sort of like elves and other creatures can do that better huh so it, it could just be some fundamentally different physiology you know so you think you think that there's like uh the the innate ability is to be able to go between worlds and actually what it is is that the the issue is that humans are mm-hmm. kind of tethered to their sphere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like this is like almost like a quantum mechanics issue where... Yeah, right? That's kind of where it's fallen out. Yeah, yeah. Where you... It's it's almost like a... Uh, uh, human beings are... I mean, again, I'm just thinking of like our... I, I'm just thinking of our old episodes. I was like, oh, human beings are made of this world. So they have to like... Kind of like a... <laughs> Space Jam argument, uh, right? <laughs> but like, I'm trying to think. What's it? What's it called? Entanglement. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's like a limiting factor in entanglement, where human beings, to a certain extent, are entangled with their sphere. Mm-hmm. And so they're the this they can't change because their sphere isn't changing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So instead of it, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, so instead of entanglement being this changes, so something else changes. It's entanglement is this can't change, so that can't change. Yeah, that that tracks. And 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 so there's just kind of like once you get like a little bit of a mixture of something else that's not human in there, like elf or monster, that's when you get sorcerers. Mm-hmm. And even when it's fairly dilute, it's enough to there that it'll. Allow yeah, it's enough expand. to kind of part the veil a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that also kind of explains uh, the the magical powers that monsters get and things like that is because mm-hmm. they naturally live in kind of all of those worlds at one time. Right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, surprisingly cogent. Well, and then, <laughs> yeah, that does open up the witchers being able to use signs where I think other people can't right yeah yeah so maybe part of the like mutagen ceremony is that they they unentangles them yeah they 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 entrain non-entangled non-entangled unentangled i don't know not Eh, tomato tomato uh uh (laughs) non-entangled uh uh genetics or 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 matter into the human being into the witcher Mm-hmm. So that then they are able to do sort of a, a modicum of magic, maybe not as much as the sorceress is. They kind of have it innately, right. but it's it's enough that allows them to do this kind of small, uh, uh, kind of in the moment, like kind magic. of small, like rote sort of yeah, yeah types of magic. Uh, so how do we think they are act like like obviously they're not like these, uh potents of chaos like they have some control over their magic mm-hmm. that so how do you think that they control that do you think it's like a 
like a chemical release or like uh because the witcher has they have hand signals that they use for each right of the spells and and if they can't make that hand sign then they can't do the spell yeah um i don't know it could we think maybe continue i was gonna say do we think that maybe they are kind of like these these chaotic beings again i'm now i'm like thinking of things in reverse where like maybe monsters are like the reason monsters are the way monsters are is because they they can't control this power they're constantly like their their mind is constantly mm. being stretched across and trying to understand several different worlds and laws and kind of places. I mean, I guess that yeah, that could be for for some of the monsters, um, where like drowners are just they will drown you and then eat you. So is it is it really because magical? of what we assume? What are they really magical? <laughs> right so like well we assume they're just like mindless yeah like, animal monsters yeah but maybe it's just that they're like seeing everything at the same time and yes. they've just gone mad yes this also explains a lot of the parts of it so a lot of the witcher game is based in a lot of like old uh uh folktale so a lot of the monsters are things that were really supposed to have existed in, in medieval times if you like say mm-hmm. buried a buried a bride on her wedding day or buried a, an unborn child in a unsacramented right unsacramented that's the word right unhallowed unhallowed thank you grave yeah uh things like that so maybe part of it is that like the the religious overtones and all of that in this are ways of like focusing uh, mm, some mm-hmm, creatures mm-hmm. innate kind of uh, ability to go between worlds. So, like, right. not every baby that's buried in an unhollow grave will turn into a creepy little whatever those things are. Uh, <laughs> forget it's yeah, it's like the weirdest thing. If anyone's ever played Witcher three, the the Baron storyline when you do like the the good part of it, not the evil part of it. The the whatever there's an evil part of it. There is. There's one where you can be like, nah, this baby's bad. And you create, like, a demon. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. where you play, like, weird, bad Geralt. And I don't know anyone who, (laughs) like, who is capable of doing that emotionally. Being like, yes, I will totally slaughter entire (laughs) villages. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's true. And, like, it's not fun to play bad Geralt. Because the game just is not fun to be like... I am completely sacrificing everything <laughs> All right. I have. It's a murder. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a murder. I'm gonna monster it. <laughs> Scratch go. it. Reverse it. <laughs> I mean, I, it works both ways. Either it's a monster. It, it I'm does. Gonna murder it really it, does, it, though. It's a murder. I'm gonna monster it. Uh, <laughs> but but it, so I was gonna say maybe it's like things like that only come about when human beings have a little bit of that power. Now they have to be sorceresses or witchers mm-hmm. but enough that if they are unchecked for large for long periods of time and in very certain mm-hmm. cases they kind of you know right and i and i liked where you're going with if you like invoke these different practices it lets like a magic thing happen which you know is just focusing power from yeah another sphere potentially yeah because then that does open up to like, oh, if I just have, you know, 
a lock of this person's hair and their dead dog, then I can curse them because, like, that just happens to be what you need to connect to whatever sphere. That's that's I I like that I like that. So like all the spheres, it's like a constant uh, a pushing game. They're all pushing against each other, and mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's when one of them kind of uh uh. So I like this is like really like weirdly in depth with quantum mechanics, but if you have like <laughs> two membranes that are like pushing against each other, and as you're pushing, as they're like warping against each other, that that releases an amount of energy and amount of of effect. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's used a lot in string theory as an explanation for for the Big Bang is two membranes that collide. So maybe mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what's going on is that these are like layers of different spheres and each sphere kind of has its antithesis. And All right. And so when you want to like kill someone or do something, you're either you're you're diminishing something's antithesis or you're amplifying its it itself. Makes sense? Right. So you're kind of yeah. creating mm-hmm. an, an imbalance that causes an effect. Yes, which is kind that of makes sense. kind of how all thermodynamics works, because stuff isn't mm-hmm. isn't in in homeostasis or not homeostasis equilibrium, and you're just like right. forcing it into a, the equilibrium you want. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean that that sounds great, actually. Yeah, no, I feel like we kind of actually did one again. We keep on saying that, we've been doing <laughs> we've been doing a good job. I mean, so maybe not so much that Donald Trump is a future man. But, I mean, at least, like... But I do think we piece together his fear of light bulbs oh, and definitely. the outside and <laughs> yes. spray tans. Oh, yeah. No, that was that was a stroke of genius on your part, is why he had a spray tan. <laughs> it's bound to happen sooner or later. Uh, is there anything else that we kind of want to touch? Because we've hit quite a bit of stuff. Uh, like, we've explained... Yeah, we did. And, like, it monsters. did kind of tangentially pull in monster stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, what's going on there? I mean, you did, you mentioned drowners and, and that's one thing that I think is done really well in this is they're like, what are, what are monsters that are likely to exist, likely to thrive in a human mm-hmm. world? Uh, right. And drowners being one of them. Uh, uh, actually, I think, believe drowners come from dead bodies, don't they? Or maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't remember. They might, they might be a creature in their own, right? Mm-hmm. But we have like uh, what what are those things called that that eat dead bodies? Uh, there are lots of things that eat dead bodies. Uh, but like the the really basic enemy that's oh there. uh necrophage necrophages that's right yeah which is like things that like <laughs> yeah when you have a lot of death in the world you're gonna have mm-hmm. creatures that eat dead things you're gonna have a lot of scavengers right uh, and they do that very well which just makes sense yeah. that's just that's actual nature. science. Like, that's why yeah this is why uh coyotes do so well <laughs> because they're necrophages yeah, pretty much yeah they <laughs> or they're scavengers yeah scavengers are very good good creatures to be if you don't want to die <laughs> and you want pretty easy meals yeah 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 the very low low energy uh kind of thing mm-hmm uh i'm trying to think of another thing though i i really can't can you, can you think of something we haven't explained um <clears throat> let's see we got oh man magic magic's probably the biggest part uh shoot 
I don't know. Is there anything else weird? We may have just we may have just done this one. Like, right? Like, um why does silver just across the board affect any kind of monster more? That is that's a good that is a good thing to bring up. Right? Huh. Okay, I I do have a, a, a an idea for this. Um Okay. Uh silver is naturally antiseptic. Mm-hmm. And and actually more so than a lot of other metals, it was originally used, and it actually still is currently used as an antibiotic. Uh, yep. If you'll get you'll you'll get like uh, silver nitrate impregnated uh, bandages and things like that for for like mm-hmm. burn cases, things that were like you needed to be very very clean. Um, yeah. So so maybe it goes back to this is why the witchers need to do this kind of ceremony where they where they take in some amount of bacteria and uh or or and parasites uh because the kind of entanglement doesn't come from the creature itself but instead comes from their bacteria and their immune okay uh i see yeah so, Mm -hmm. so when you're using silver the reason it does better damage to monsters is because of that antiseptic property. It's killing off their their physical connection to the other spirits. Okay, I like that. That works. <laughs> that fits in, like, the rest of our hand wavium from before. Yeah. Jeff, you gotta come up with a reason why it's bad so that we can fill up the rest of the All right, hold minutes. on. Uh, let me retcon this so we can fill in the next six minutes. <laughs> Uh, uh, then why can you not use any other sort of, like... Like antibiotics? Antiseptic or antibiotic anything. Or can you just, like, not pin them down to, like, make them take penicillin? That's another good point. Uh, I think it's, I think it's more that you, that you're not getting anything that's as concentrated. Because if you think about it, there are uh, there are substances in the Witcher world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of I think it's dimaterium is what it's called. Okay. Is it the, the oh I vaguely recall like the the, the something the bombs you can make like the flashbangs. Yes. The magical bombs. So maybe that's like like that's what that is. Is that is that they haven't been able to get any any other antibiotic in enough of a concentration except that silver being readily easily to smelt. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, amalgamate, Amal- yeah, amalgams don't have to be a mercury, right? Just any mixture. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm actually. not sure. It, it, silver is relatively easy to make as a as a alloy to make it mm-hmm. stronger and useful as a, a a sword or something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the other antibiotics that naturally occur in the world, uh, maybe they they throw uh, like maybe they cause explosions and stuff. And it could also be that a lot of the antibiotics actually do hurt the Witcher, like like when he takes things like belladonna, when he takes things like uh, mm. like honey and things like that. Mm-hmm. They have antiseptic or antibiotic properties. That might be one of the reasons why it poisons them, is because it's not physically poisoning them, but it's killing off their connection to that to that sphere, to those spheres. Okay. Yeah, and then they'll. 
And especially with a combination of that and, like... An actual poison. Physically cutting them in half. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, you do need an so antibiotic it, it, that is, like, a sword. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, so it, like, weakens their... Yeah, I, I think uh, it was, like, like the... Essence, for lack of a better word. Yeah, their connections to the spheres. Yeah, uh, and that in conjunction with cutting them in half with a sword. <laughs> yes. Uh, Which tends to kills kill them. them very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was oh, oh, so one thing we haven't discussed is kind of how armor in this world and clothing in this world and with this is really a game thing. It's okay. not so much a book or or a TV show thing. Mm-hmm. But how those could have such drastically different effects, even though they're pretty much the same armor. Like, because you look good, you feel good. Is that what it is? It's all yeah. just psychological. You're like, you know. <laughs> just look at like how sleek this armor is. I gotta move faster in it. I mean, to be honest, Witcher is one of the games where I or I have never felt conflicted between the fact that I was like, this is really good armor and this is really cool armor. <laughs> <laughs> like as someone who is currently playing Breath of the Wild, I'm like, I really want to look cool, but also, I mean, like if I need, see, I play Monster Hunter and always mix, like make mixed armor sets. So my character always 100% of the time looks like a hot mess, <laughs> but they powerful. can do some cool stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I remember when I played Diablo 2 as a necromancer and I like just refused to change my armor because I was like, no 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 no. I I am silver <laughs> and I have a skull for a head. I don't care about right. the powers. I just want to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, I know I kind of like I kind of like the fact that it's like it's all about like actualization. Like I, this whole world <laughs> is like really right. like complicated physically. But, you know, dude, hey, there's still one thing that's true, and it's you dress for the job you want. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's about actualization. It's about getting up in the morning. It's about looking in the mirror and being like, you know what? I am going to cut that monster in half today. Yeah. I, I am fireproof. And you know what? <laughs> Maybe you are. Remember. Right? You might actually be fireproof. <laughs> you might be fireproof. There's no way to tell. Well, Absolutely no way to <laughs> tell. No please way. do not test it. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. We do not want to have lawsuits. We already have had to to blank out the name of certain uh, prominent media figures because of their litigious, uh, uh, <laughs> litigiousness. So right. we don't want to have people being like, oh, well, well, actually, maybe we do. Maybe this would increase our, our viewership. <laughs> yeah, get us on the news. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a bunch of, like, angsty teens who are like, oh, this is, like, this is what bad kids listen to. And it's just, it's us. It's Is a clean, <laughs> non-explicit podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, it's true. I mean, I think the worst word we've ever said... Is sex, and that's well, not a bad word. No, 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 it's not. We could I don't say know if we've had any other words get past us. We've had one. I swore one time, and I think the second episode, uh, and I didn't catch it. Uh, we were still early on. Yeah, we were green. Yeah, that's that's back when I would record, and I would be 
very drunk. <laughs> now you're only mildly <laughs> <That's>... drunk. <laughs> nah, I got like, enough to loosen yeah. me up, you know. Yeah, it's like a pleasant buzz, is what it is. <laughs> so here's a oh, so we just think the fact that the Witcher drinks so much. So so do we think the Witcher has like I, I has like a, a good metabolism for alcohol because in the games a lot of what you make is like. 95 percent. oh yeah like the potions are based on like you need pure alcohol to make this work yeah so we i'm assuming that's because it's a solvent right that was my assumption but do we think that do we think they're all just mildly alcoholic okay and like high functioning alcoholics okay so we do think that the witcher's like a little bit buzzed all the time (laughs) oh yeah definitely okay okay so he has like the ability to consume like digitalis and not have any issue but he's just like mm-hmm. i'm drinking pure pure ethanol like i am right this is grain alcohol i am drinking it it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna give me superpowers it's going to be a thing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i am going to have to deal with this for the rest of the day you know we haven't actually seen any other witchers create potions so it might just be that Geralt is making these potions <laughs> right <laughs> People are like, Geralt, why do you need all this alcohol? It's like, oh, because I'm making It's potions. for my potions. <laughs> it's just for my potions. I can quit any time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't need to take potions. I just like the way the potions taste, okay? <laughs> right. It tastes good. I like the burn. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> all right. We solved Geralt. We solved Geralt. The alcoholic transplanter creature... Who looks like Henry Cavill. Actually, it's... You know what? It's a little crazy. So if anyone's ever played the games, it is it is insane how Polish Geralt of Rivia looks like. Like, not the muscly bodily part. <laughs> but particularly mm-hmm. in, like, Witcher 3, when he, when you can grow a beard, he looks... Okay. He looks like you just took every, like, the face of every Polish person and just, like, smooshed it together. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly he looks this is the perfect polish face this is a weird thing to say my dad who is like a hundred percent polish kind of looks like a less attractive a henry he no he doesn't look like henry cavill but he does look like a less attractive <laughs> sorry dad version of Geralt of rivia from the video games like when i was playing it i kept them being like dad well to be fair <laughs> a less attractive Geralt of rivia from the video games is still a very attractive man if that's true that's true yeah, Geralt of Rivia can get it, and and I and he does apparently. Yeah, I, I have no qualms about saying that in my in this clean, <laughs> non-explicit podcast because that's how right. true it is. It's it's a scientific <laughs> fact. It's like using the correct medical terms for genitalia. Geralt of Rivia can get it. Right. Yes, and Henry Cavill can also get it. Both of Likely. them. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> We've been pedantic and wavium, and I'm Jeff. And uh, well, we haven't. We had have to do our whole thing. <laughs> I know we wanted to extend this six minutes, and it's now been ten. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh what are we? Also, uh, uh, we're on Twitter. We're on uh, iTunes. You should like and subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a comment, which we haven't said in a while, but you should definitely leave a comment. 
about how Geralt of Rivia can get it. It does. Are the comments don't have to be about the podcast. <laughs> they can be about whatever you want. <laughs> Tweet at us with hashtag Geralt can get it. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Rivia babes <laughs> and just a picture of Ge- of Geralt <laughs> and Henry Cavill. Uh, <laughs> uh, where we a lot of our episodes are up on YouTube. If you want to watch them there, if you don't like using mm-hmm. podcasts being apps for some reason or i guess if you want to like do a really roundabout way of downloading us you could do a youtube to an mp3 and then yeah or you can just listen on spotify or you can just listen to us on spotify which is probably a lot easier uh yeah thanks to joe sobchak for you know doing our theme music uh show suggestions at pedanticandwavium.com that's right show suggestions uh, there was one thing I wanted to mention because me and it, it so far it, it hasn't like been nailed down, but me and Jeff have talked about it. Is possibly doing an episode uh, that's just an RPG of us trying to escape the uh, General Mills laboratory where they keep Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> that's something we have in the works for our our few our like fifty maybe not even fifty will be like thirty six people who download this episode. This is yeah. for you guys. And everyone else who yeah. downloads that later episode. And everyone else who downloads that But you get the teaser. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is like referencing one of our first episodes that we really enjoyed doing, which was... Uh, Breakfast Cereal Mascots. Yeah, it was... And that was a great episode. It was a phenomenal... If you want to see the genius of Simon when he's three sheets to the wind, and Jeff when he's three sheets <laughs> to the wind, you should listen to that no, episode. No, my three sheets to the wind was cryptids. Yeah, that was... That, yeah, actually, that was pretty good. Cryptids is also a very good episode. <laughs> I think I think the one that I got locked out of my out of my apartment for was just a six pack of beer beforehand. Was uh, yeah. uh that was Full Metal Alchemist, and so Full Metal Alchemist. Like yeah. normally, I get progressively drunk throughout the throughout the episode. Full Metal Alchemist, I <laughs> start, start off start drunk. from ten. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. That was that was a rough. That was actually a rough episode to record. Uh, I think I fell asleep after it. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Goodbye. Good luck. We love you. We love you.